Welcome to another episode of Fresh Takes. On this episode, Representative Twardzik sits down for a one-on-one interview to discuss the issue of redrawing congressional maps and state house district maps after the census. Redistricting at a congressional level, at a state level. Coming off of the elections that we've had and the insecurity that we've had as far as confidence in those elections, it's important that people have confidence in the basis of our system and, and these electoral districts. That's where it all begins. Can you talk to us about how transparent the process is going to be this year and, and, and why it's so important that we change how we've been doing this? Well, 10 years ago, they did a map. It wasn't accepted. The Supreme Court uh, decided to put their own map in, which was really against any precedence. And we have what we have, split communities, gerrymandered maps, and it was difficult. Uh, This time around, we've decided to take the lead and make this the most transparent, the most data-driven mapping we could have. We've actually got a website called paredistricting.com which gives a lot of background, but will also allow our constituents to draw their own maps and give us feedback because we're taking meetings throughout four corners of the state to uh, get the input from people because we want to make sure that we understand how they want to be represented because the only fair way is to make it transparent and open and do it correctly. And I know a lot of folks would say, why are you messing with the maps anyway? They were just redrawn. Why can't we keep it how it is? And of course, we're losing a Congress seat here in Pennsylvania. The maps must be redrawn. Because of this, this is, of course, driven by the census and, and, and where the population sits. Gerrymandering a big issue. But at the same time, nearly every map is gerrymandered one way or another. You have to draw these districts. They have to have the right number of people in them. And someone is always going to be disappointed. Right. Uh, I went to the map room and reviewed my district, and I've lost some people. So I will have to pick up more territory. Now the question is, where does that territory come from? Someone that I don't understand their district, I don't understand their people, that's not fair to them. Right now we have a split community of Pottsville. Now it would probably make sense to put Pottsville together because I know Pottsville, I've been the Chamber of Commerce President, Economic Development People, Hospital Board, and that would make sense. But it's going to be looked at to see what's the best way to serve the people of that community. When trying to serve people in communities, of, of course, we're, we're dealing with multiple levels of redistricting here. We're talking about state house, and we're also talking about Congress. Oftentimes, we're trying to not divide, subdivide those districts either. We're trying to have entire house districts sit inside entire congressional districts. And this kind of thing just isn't possible all the time. Can you talk to us about why it, it sometimes is important compromise in this kind of situation? We, we want to try to find out what's the best for the community. Again, Schuylkill County sits in uh, the 9th Congressional District, but we might end up being split, which would make it a lot different for our county. Uh, so our Chamber of Commerce uh, people are trying to fight to say, please keep this district together. In the meantime, you'll have other people coming back saying, you know, we're not represented because this is the farm territory and you guys are coal miners, so we'd rather go with the ag people. So you're, you're trying to please everybody, which is never the easy way to do it. Deep, you know, a deep breath is we're going to get input from everybody. 
and that is the best way to do it. And then as it falls, we're going to try to serve the people that end up in the district. I'm actually pretty lucky right now just to have one county in my district because I could understand all those. So if I end up split off and I end up having to go to a different county, I'm going to have to learn what's the needs of uh, Carbon County or that group of uh, commissioners. So I'm hoping we could stay together as much as we can because I know the people there. I've, I've lived there my entire life and uh, want to try to do what's best for us. And it, it also highlights, though, that your job as a lawmaker is uh, never ending in that you have to consistently re-educate yourself on the issues that are going on in your district and in the surrounding districts so that you can craft legislation that makes sense when it comes down to it. Uh, I guess this is really all about the best way to represent the people and, uh, and the best way to draw maps so that folks don't think something nefarious is going on. Can you talk to us just a little bit more about the, the nature of transparency in this, making sure that folks who are submitting their own ideas are, are being heard, but not just that, that, that the whole process is going to be done in the light of day so that we don't have the state Supreme Court coming in and redoing it. Right. Again, Representative Seth Grove is uh, really up to the challenge. He did a great job with our election reform package, uh, held 10 hearings. With this redistricting, there are more public hearings or more meetings, and that's going to bring more people in. We're not doing it in the darkness, and it's going to show up, uh, you know, on a Friday night at uh, 9 p.m., okay, vote on this at 10. We are going to have a lot of input, and people, even the public, can get their voices heard, which is going to be very important. What's that website again? That is paredistricting.com. This has been Fresh Takes. Tune in for another episode of Fresh Takes.